If you're new, we hope this resonates with you, and we hope you keep coming back. If you're not new, welcome back. We're glad you're here. All right, hallelujah. Yami, uh, no, I'm sorry, not Yami yet. Marissa. You're starting on Yami today. I don't even think she's here. Well, maybe she just joined us. Nope, she did not join us yet. Anyways, hallelujah. You know what you got to do, right? I believe I do. Okay, well, then let's get to it. Okay, so thank you. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> preamble. This is our preamble, which is important because last week Rock was asking me, so it's always good that we learn them. And for me, learning is reading. And for you, as all of you, is listening tonight. So hallelujah. But this can be found in a transformed literature. So it's called Preamble. Transformed is a faith fellowship of men and women who overcome their challenges together, defeat the enemy of self, defeat demons of darkness, share victories, share knowledge, share understanding, share wisdom that's results-driven and Bible-based, or Kife Kadesh-based. Spiritual awakenings are many, which lead us to come to three stark realities. We are not God. Who is God? Yah. Turning over our life to Yah. Hallelujah. The only, mem the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop sinning and a desire to start winning. To honestly destroy denial and open up. Recognizing our need for... Oh, no, you're not going to chew on that. She's trying to chew on a water dish. No. Anyways. Um, recognizing our need for change, repentance, through the conviction of the Ruach HaKadosh, we solved the sin problem by discovery and recovery that the only real and certain way out was through the way, the truth, and the life of Yeshua Messiah. <laughs> the one sent by his father, Yahweh, to save us. I, live, I learned to live this way. This truth, this life by the transforming power of repairing. Three love relationships. A vertical is a love relationship with Yah. I am. Internal love relationship with self. And horizontal love relationship with my neighbor. Matthew 22, 36-39, HRB. The two most important commands. Teacher, would, which is the great commandment in the Torah? Yeshua said to him, I shall love Yahweh your Elohim with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Warning. Damaged souls, damaged hearts, crushed spirits. Who you see here, what you hear here, when you leave here, let us stay here. Transform recovery is the refuge, the healing place, the hospital for the heart, the sanctuary for the soul. A warm, friendly environment was created for caring, compassion, and love to be realized. No plastic people here. We keep it real. We invite you to do the same. Open up. Share your in-depth testimonies, your fiery trials, and your tough temptations. Holding our past inside us poison to our souls. Sharing our issues openly reveals that which has been hiding in darkness to be brought into his marvelous light. It exposes the accuser, it loosens the liar, and it lessens the load. The freedom to fear you can safely open up in these love fellowship groups is vital. You are under no surveillance. 
and transfer now is not connected to any law enforcement agencies. You are not being set up for any type of failure here. No incarceration, no mental institutions, but for you to find a new exciting life as one in a new Yafam, as a new creation. We are not an anonymous fellowship group like other 12-step programs. Rather, we are very outreaching and promotional in an effort to reach the lost on purpose. Although we are not anonymous, we are very confidential. Opening up as a group is not to put out your bad business, but to put out the solutions. We in Transform Recovery have come to understand that people will attend our Love Fellowship groups from all walks of life, people from every color, race, gender, and background imaginable. Newcomers will come into our groups extremely worldly, fleshly, broken people. They may be homeless, helpless, hungry, hurting souls who have no idea what to do. The amount of family dysfunction, soul sickness, and actual abuse, whether sexual, mental, physical, or emotional, will vary from person to person. Some may be heavily sedated on prescription drugs and may have even used earlier today. It's very hard to help someone who has been intoxicated. So we encourage anyone who's attending that is used today to please speak with a transformer after the gathering. We are aware that some are suffering severely and are hurting over things that may be quite graphic and horrific in nature. We want you to know you're in the right place. You're safe here. We learn to listen with the utmost sensitivity to each other's circumstances, one's scars, one seemingly impending doom of a jail sentence, a repossession of a car, a home foreclosure, one struggling with homelessness, or even a house fire where our personal possessions were lost. Some will be struggling with hunger, poverty, sickness, dereliction, degradation, a death of a loved one, sexual abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, physical abuse, even torture and or extreme bodily harm etc., etc. The list of potential hurts and pains is as endless as addictions, idols, false gods, and sins. We encourage you to patiently and respectfully listen to each person's share, empathetically understanding that some may be understandably quite rough around the edges. Your language may be offensive as they may not have yet learned to communicate properly without street talk, swearing, cursing, or lascivious talk. We ask as you long suffer with those still working on perfecting their potential dysfunctional drug-damaged destroyed abuse of character. We ask as you share to refrain from any inappropriate speech, but we must be sensitive to where each speaker may be. Some may never even open up the word before and have no clue who our Messiah Yeshua is, let alone Yahweh or the Ruach HaKadosh. We can never assume that everyone is at the same place in their relationship with the Creator. Some may not know Him at all, and some may in fact have had bizarre church experiences whereby the spirit of love was pursuing them but yet cannot receive that love or may have rejected Yah Ahava as he is trying to save them. We cannot possibly begin to stop, censor, or filter anyone's sharing. There's a saying that truly applies and transformed. We cannot become so heavenly minded that we are of no earthly good. Staying relatable will assist us greatly in working Kitfe Kadesh Step 12, which is essentially helping others correctly in the standards of leadership set forth for transformers and in Kitfe Kadesh Scripture Steps. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Well, when we come back from this, we are going to move into our love offering. Hallelujah. All right. We'll be seeing during offering time, y'all. All right. Y'all excited? Come on. Come on. Come on, everybody, say. 
Winans and the offering song from the Born Again Church to lead us into our Ahava offering. I love the energy. I wish the poetry were a little more of a Hebraic nature, 
the verbiage there is a little bit too much blessing and not enough beruchata. There's a little too much God and not enough Yahuwah Yahweh. Other than that, everything was excellent. Yeah, I guess you can kind of almost maybe give them a little bit of leeway when you try to read what amounts to a mountain of documents that are 5,000 years old written on things that are no longer clear. But I'm not justifying the levels of dishonesty that were embraced after our Messiah walked the place, walked the face of the earth. There's just some things you don't mess with. And a name like Yahusha is one of them. So hallelujah. Our Ahaba offering, the seventh bodybuilder, goes to support our radio and prison ministries, our faith favor farms, our houses of worship, and our Yahability ministry. Our responsibility as the Mishpaka of Yah is to take care of the hungry, the hurting, the homeless, the helpless, the widow, the orphan, the oppressed. That's our mandate. Our empowerment is our salvation. We have to get this right. Abiyya watches and takes note of what we are obedient in. And while he does not stand over us or allow the shepherds that are still in place to instruct us to stand over us with stones with the threat of stoning if we transgress. There are still consequences. Now before everybody starts thinking this is going to be some kind of a negative message on offering, it's not. Because the reason that the priests quote-unquote priests, the teachers that we have over us aren't standing there with stones and aren't standing there with a whip and aren't standing there, you know, just waiting to deride us because of our inability. The only reason that isn't the desired attitude anymore is because of a series of fulfilled promises on Yah's part over the millennium, through the millennium, culminating with the introduction of Yeshua HaMashiach on the world stage. 
That's the best news. That's the only news. Everything else has to find its way in the its way its proper place in the pecking order. And if you don't understand what a pecking order is, it's a term that's normally used in relationship to animals that have litters and how soon they are allowed by their siblings to get to mom and dad or not to, not to dad I'm sorry boy that was a yeah how soon they're allowed to get to mom for their first meal until they're old enough to eat solid food that's what's meant by pecking order every other promise every other statute while still valid has to come in line behind the life and teachings of Yeshua Messiah Yeshua Messiah served gave offered up surrendered his existence in Shamayim with gladness and happiness to redeem the lost don't misunderstand I'm not saying he was all that excited about going to the cross I doubt that was the case but up to that point so if he can be joyful and happy and loving while staring death in the face and still provide the perfect offering then we can offer the widow's might of our lives which I'm sorry that's about what they amount to in comparison to his and we can offer the widow's might of our lives in service to Shamaim by being obedient to the command to taking care of those less fortunate than ourselves now the cool part about it is as we walk in faith as we grow in faith as we learn to command our Malachim as we learn to condemn those forces that would come against us that condemn in righteousness those forces that would come against us and to defeat them in combat then we grow 
then the value of our lives ceases to be that of the widow's mite. It was once said that Yah's gift to us was life. Our gift to him is what we do with it. And I'm thankful tonight that we are able to do rightly with it by being on this line, drawing closer to him, seeking to better understand ourselves as he would have us to understand ourselves, because in doing so, we better understand him, and we better understand our neighbor. And that produces love. That engenders a hava. That completes the circle. And there is a promise of increase at the end of it. As our hearts increase in love, as our minds are increasingly filled with knowledge of Him, the Shachma of Shamaim, and the ability to combat evil, we are able to be the warriors that he's called us to be. He's given us the strength in every way to emulate him. He's given us everything we need. Abba, make me happy to be able to give back. as much as I possibly can. Abba, help me to so liberally, all to want to so liberally, so that that liberal sowing can be recycled, regardless of how much we reap. But Abba, as we reap, just to re-sow, help us to know that you're smiling on us and that you want to pour out your baruchta on us. And if you have been touched by this ministry in any way, shape, or form, you've been nurtured by it, if you feel like you've grown by it and through it, through being in relationship with us, with Yahuwah, because of us, or alongside of us, whatever, however you want to use it, if you are there, then we would encourage you to partner with us financially by going to give.yahweh.love by sending a check or money order and a letter to Love, Inc., P.O. Box 68138, Phoenix, Arizona, 85082. 
or you can text 77777 to 44321. And you can sleep comfortably tonight, not yet, but later, but you can sleep comfortably tonight knowing that everything you give is going to go back into the coffers to help the hungry, the hurting, the homeless, to help the helpless, the orphaned, the oppressed, the widow, and any others, and in any other way. That Yah puts it on us, on our hearts, to grow and train up the mishpaka, to win hearts, to win souls for the kingdom. Hallelujah. Again, those locations are give.yahweh.love Love Inc. P.O. Box 68138 Phoenix, Arizona 85082 or text 35 no, 77777 that's five sevens to 44321 to Hallelujah. As I said earlier, I am Shalak Scribe, and I am feeling pretty good today, as you can probably tell by the tempo, tone, and demeanor that is coming through the line. At least I hope you can. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good day today. Got on uh, got on a training call this afternoon with Rock um, over lunch. Got some work done. Got the uh, got myself set up with my Zoho. Uh, customer resource management program and pretty happy with that. I am uh, excited about the fact that I was able to actually get some writing done today, though not in, a, not in as many areas as I would have liked to. Um, but I am grateful and I am decreeing and declaring that I am going to become exceptional in all things technological so that I can become a greater asset to the ministry. So I'm grateful that I have got the, that I was better hope with the gift of writing that I was. And I don't know if I should call it a love for words or exactly what it is. But it's there, and it's of Yah, so I'm grateful for it. And I am just uh, grateful to be here tonight and to be able to open up the word with the Mishpaka again and dig in and grow. With that, I'm going to say hallelujah. I am going to pass... And I'm not going to have to deal with any dead air tonight, am I? Well, I'll go next. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, You're probably getting ready to say, come on, people. (laughs) Anyway. All right, well, today was very productive. I've got a business email now, so I'm excited about that. I actually set it up all by myself. Um, I um, 
still working on my cPanel. I'm going to set up a website through that, and so I'm excited about that. Um, got all my addresses changed and information changed on my um, LifeWave and stuff, so that way my product can start going over there to Arizona. And um, getting things packed up and um, just getting ready for the big move. I'm excited. Um, I am grateful that um, I'm getting a lot of things accomplished that I've been needing accomplished for a while now. Um, I am grateful I'm getting to um, move to the House of Shalom. I'm excited about that. And I am grateful that I am learning new things as it gets closer to time. And I'm grateful that I potentially going to have a job either at Mattress Firm or Bob's Discount. So excited about that. And uh, almost got my Amazon seller account set up, so I'm grateful for that. Um, had some uh, blurry issues with the photos I took, so I retook photos and sent them back in. So waiting 72 hours, I should hear something back on that. So I'm grateful for that, and I'm grateful for Yah and Yeshua. And uh, with that, I'm going to say hallelujah and pass. Well, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Jennifer. Yeah, thank you, Jennifer. This is Marissa, and I am thankful for today. I had a pretty good day, and was on a job hunt. And it's certain places; it's hard to get some because you need experience from certain jobs. So those places I will not qualify at this time. And I'm thankful that there's an opportunity for. Job small at Home Depot, so we always open up doors for um, places to work and places for you know new new options as I can explore different things later on and get some certain certain jobs will happen like as long as I continue doing what I need to do. So I'm thankful that there's always a job out there that is suitable for everyone. I'm thankful that Jennifer has job leads and thankful that Sarah's getting used to going out for walks and it's going to take some time in working on it with her. I think more one-on-one is important. So I'm thankful for the dogs and for for babies and I'm thankful for my little ones, for my, my children. Hallelujah. Thank you, Marissa. Hello, it's Yami. Hey Yami. Um I'm grateful that I had time with um Gloria today and that I talked with Judy and she is healing from her stroke 
and Yas restoring her memory, and Yas good to her. And um, I'm thankful that I got to spend time with Lori today, too. Uh, evening and morning, we're, this must be the fourth day. Okay, I'll back. Thank you, Yami. All right. Well, we got a few more. Brian, are you there? What about Emily? What are you grateful for tonight, Emily? Hello? What was that again? What are you grateful for tonight, my friend? Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, that's damn. I'm grateful and thankful that I completed another day's journey. Go ahead. Hey, it's Brian here. I had my thing muted and it was across the room. I'm grateful today that I have uh, Yahuwah in me. I'm grateful for the people that helped me when I had my issues in the, in the secular world, the VA. I'm grateful for Love Ministries. I'm grateful for my brother. I'm grateful for Canine's life today, sanity, a better pace of life, truth, eternity, my wife who passed away, and friends. That's all I got. That's all, I, that's all the further I got today. I got 13 written down. Mm. Well, that's fantastic. Appreciate you sharing. Mm-hmm. Again, did not mean to step on you. If you're still there, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think we lost him. Miss mm-hmm. Golmer, what are you thankful for today? All righty. Well, Emily, we're glad you're here. We are thankful that you're here. And we are going to ask Yami if she would be willing to pray over the lines. Hallelujah. Father, thank you that you make it a pleasure to meet with you in the evening and to look at ourselves and and let your word be the examination as we read your word and we see how we compare, we learn more about how we're to live this life so that it can be, we can, can be somewhat sane and do the right things to have a good life. We thank you that your plans are are infinite and we can't just look at at um meal, the the many infinite days we'd be given. 
but you want us to walk this walk one arm at a time. And in doing that, we be right, be in a right place with you one day at a time as we stay submitted to you. So let us be humble and let us hear what the Ruach has to say to us. And we ask that you have an anointing on those who teach and those who talk and that we each grow a little bit this evening. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Yami. Yami, I'm going to ask you a favor. Yes. Okay. The word is pronounced yam. Why? Yam? Yam, just like yami. Okay. It's not um. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I do. You know, when I um, do messages, I speak them. And when I pronounce it wrong, that's how it, they spell it. <laughs> so I need to learn to pronounce things, especially. Yeah. If, if you try, you. yeah, not a problem. If you try, if you write it out, it's Y O M. Okay. Okay. Um. Yam. Um. Yam. Like yam. Yam. Yeah. Yeah. So you're sort of pronouncing it with an A. Yam. Me. Yes. Or yam. Yam. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Yep. Yam. Oh, <laughs> just for okay. the just for yam, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for receiving that. I appreciate it. We'll be right back after this.
something else to be thankful for today even though if it was even though it may not have been realized or confessed on the line I am thankful that I am not where I was regardless of how far I may have to go yet I know at least I know I'm on the right path so hallelujah Kodesh, step 10. RIP 2.0 Ruach Reflections is an examination of yourself weighed against every aspect 
of a perfect walk, a perfect life, modeled after the perfect person, Yeshua Messiah. Studying the Kodesh writings seriously is one of, one of the greatest ways to go through each Kodesh Kitve step thoroughly so that nothing is missed in the Yah development of the new you. A great suggestion for successful orderly love fellowship recovery, love fellowship gathering, LFG format, is to study in oneness each of the listed Kodesh Kitve passages for each Kodesh step. Example, as an example, simply pick a weekly, bi-weekly, every other day, or every, or even everyday love fellowship gathering at the appointed time for your love fellowship group to meet. The format you develop will dictate the length of time for each LFG. Activation of numerous small, private, intimate study groups is definitely going to take an army of servant leaders to step up, unintended. Love fellowship gatherings don't need to be broadcast on Love Live Rock Remnant Rally Radio, nor does it need to be recorded. But to generate support from multiple locations, the virtual Love Fellowship Gathering can work in conjunction with your local LFG. Kitve Kodesh Step 10 is, an, or Kodesh Kitve Step 10 is an activation step that activates the other Kodesh steps. Once we've taken some level of action on any given Kitve Kodesh Step, we must monitor our progress through the process of our own Yah development, recording Yali actions, Yachins daily, and or even fleshly actions. It gives us a way of reflecting on our behaviors, good or bad, never for condemnation, but rather for conviction from Ruach. This check by Yah love from within leads us into Teshuva, a change, or the way Yeshua to transform positively out of an old pattern of thinking a stronghold or evil wronghold into a new pattern of thinking, a yahold. A paradigm is defined by Noel Webster as a philosophical and theoretical framework of a scientific school or discipline within which theories, laws, and generalizations, along with the experiments performed in support of them, are formulated. Noel Webster, the ultimate wordsmith, had the Kodesh instructions in English literally memorized. While in the world, before coming to our understanding of transformation, made available by Love, Inc., through transformed recovery, our paradigms were definitely influenced by ones misleading us through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. From Colossians 2.8, the Great Roots Bible by Shavu Shliach. Watch that there not be one misleading you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. Books of love, or Ahava, Yahuwah Yahweh, or I am that I am, Ea Asher Ea, hallelujah. Marissa, are you ready? Yes. Awesome. Transform Recovery 12KK Step. Kisei HaKadosh, Dedicating Writings or the Ibrahi or Hebrew Scriptures. TR 12 KK Steps Transform Recovery. 12 Kisei Kadesh Steps. First Yehukanan for 8. is first John for 8. Yahuwah is love. The TR 12 KK Love Bites. TR 12 KK Step Love Bites of Yahweh. TR KK Steps 
1. We agreed without love, we were bankrupt. TR KK Step 2, we agreed Yahweh is pure love. TR KK Step 3, we agreed to do love as the perfect will of Yahweh. TR KK Step 4, we agreed to do love's deep written honest heart exam. TR KK Step 5, we agreed to share love's examinations honestly. TRKK Step 6, we prepared our souls by fasting and praying for more love. TRKK Step 7, we prayed, He Yahweh, and remove anything anti-love humbling us. TRKK Step 8, we made a list of people we hurt and didn't love correctly. TRKK Step 9, we asked Yahweh and the people on the list for forgiveness. TRKK Step 10, we examined love's nine KK steps daily in our actions. TRKK Step 11, we prayed and listened to Yahweh, improving on love's will. TRKK Step 12, we practiced love's will daily, making messengers by Yahusha's example of living these TR12 Kitfei Kadesh steps. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. All right. If you got access to the chat, I posted three Kodesh passages in there. We're going to look at them in the order of Second Chronicles 15, 17, 33, 8, and we're going to focus on Jeremiah 31, 18 to 21. So if you all wanted to get your Instruction books out, and let me know when you've got yourselves at those spots in your book. That'd be great. And again, I'm not going to try to hum. I don't have one of those books, so you just want me to use my Bible? What's that? I don't have one of those instruction books, so... Yes, you do. You're, you're holding it. It is. It, it is the uh, uh, Jennifer. Bible. We don't call it the Bible anymore. I mean, Hebrew Roots Bible. I thought you had a Hebrew Roots Bible. I just you said instruction book, so I I thought something totally different. <laughs> Believers' instructions before leaving Earth. Right. All right. Well, I'm going to give you all a few minutes to get there. And when we will come back, we will get to our reading. Let me see what I can find. Okay. This one I think will work for now.
is everybody there? In there. All right, excellent. Let's try not to sound so excited. Yeah, subscribe. I'm just going to let you know something before I go into dance class here. Um, Brian, part of his uh, breakdowns that he's had, and he's on, so uh, he was off for a second, I think, but he's back on. But part of the breakdowns that he's had has had to do with music. And uh, there's a lot of strongholds. There's a lot of evil uh, that has attacked him through music. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention, um, that when you know Brian is on, I would kind of challenge you to not play, you know, anything secular and really stay away from any Jesus music at all, too. Really shoot for, just type in the word Yah in the search and play all Yah music. It's a lot safer. And that's just because I love Brian. I care about him. And I don't want him to be going through that in his head. He's just getting clean. He's only a, a few days, you know, sober-minded right now. And those battles that he had with R.E.M., he might want to open up a little bit and even say something about it, but it's been, you know, it was at a, an REM concert that Brian actually really got attacked by Satan. Did you want to share on that at all, Brian, to kind of let everybody know how important the music, the music can be to, uh, to our recovery? Maybe Brian fell asleep. Now, was that, uh, was Don't Bring Me Down, was that? There, I'm, I'm a, now I'm, yeah. Yeah, Don't don't Bring Me Down is actually a pretty safe song. There's I really kind of no so. people in it. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty safe song, and I like it personally. I just don't know if it would be a trigger for Brian. That's all I'm saying. Right. Yeah, thank you. That's cool. Thank you. Right. Oh. Do you want to explain what happened at the REM concert years ago? Uh, probably not. Not to, not tonight, but I will give a testimony on that. You know, and tell you guys about that stuff in a little while. I yeah. just told that story so many times. Yeah. As right. we work through your, as we work through your new fourth step, uh, you know, I as your uh, wise counsel, I'll definitely you know, be looking at all of that with you in depth. Oh, yeah. Get on, get on the other side of it once and for all, you know. Right on, right on. Right all right, on. man. I, did, I just love you, and I didn't, want you to, I didn't want you to be offended or anything that that song was No, I, I appreciate that. It kind of shocked me. It did kind of shock me. I was like, what's this doing? Okay. I mean, I know it's off, <laughs> you know. I know that's yeah, I did, a, I did a super set the other day on time. So I pulled a lot of songs from all over the place that had to do with time to make a point. And, uh, you know, with the appointed time of, uh, you know, Yom Kippur actually started when the sun went down, if you didn't know that. According to EnochCalendar.com, 
and, you know, Living Messiah and Congregation of Yahweh and a bunch of others, they're going to be, like, real close to the Jewish Orthodox calendar this year, but not right on. And <laughs> so it's really a discrepancy here. Everybody, even all of them, including Michael Rood, they're all off by, you know, definite at least a day and sometimes even more, so... But, uh, yeah, this is supposed to be the most Kadesh day, if this is Yom Kippur. This is supposed to be the most Kadesh day of the year, according to the Yisraelites. So, you know, uh, take it for what it is. I know we here in the United States, especially our congregation, I think we've just really been oblivious to time. And that's why I did a big segment on time to really try to get people's attention and start thinking about what do, what do we do with our time and how much are we wrapped into pagan traditional, you know, times and all that kind of stuff. That's all I got. I am at the Arthur Murray Dance Studio with my dance partner. All right. Well, hallelujah. Enjoy your evening. I will not say what they normally say when somebody goes on stage. That's good, because I don't want to break no legs, man. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Hallelujah. Enjoy. Okay. So, I want to thank Rock for that. And it, I wasn't sure which song it was, so it just seemed good at the time. But, moving on, we are going to... Uh, Start looking at Second Chronicles 15. Actually, 15:16. Uh, we'll start at, and then we'll move to the others. And also, Macha, the mother of Asa, the king, he removed her from being queen because she had made a horrible image for Asherah. Now, Asherah was a Phoenician goddess. It's also where the the name Ishtar comes from. If that sounds familiar, it's pronounced Easter in English. And Asa cut down her horrible image and crushed and burnt it by the torrent Kidron. Yet the high places were not removed from Israel. Only the heart of Asa was perfect all his days. And he brought the dedicated things of his father and his own dedicated things into the house of Elohim, silver and gold and vessels. And there was no war until the 35th year of the reign of Asa. Now, I bring that up. I started that way because... In step seven, we pray that Yahweh would remove anything anti-love from us. We know, most of us do anyway, I'd be surprised if anyone didn't, that the prefix anti means against. 
we couple that with, you know, there's the, the word out there, antagonist. Um, you normally think of that as the villain in a story or a movie. Um, we know that Yah is 100% Ahava, 100% love. Um, we would not want to antagonize him in any way, shape, or form. But yet, if we remain opposed to him through thought, action, or deed, well, those are two are about the same, then we are essentially setting ourselves up against him. We are antagonizing him. Our willingness to allow him to humble us is an act of love towards him but it's also an act of love towards our brothers and sisters, towards our neighbors, because if we can no longer be an antagonist of Yahweh, we can't be antagonistic towards our brothers and sisters. The two should not go together. Macha, Asa's mother, now Asa, um, I believe, if I'm correct, was David's grandfather. But I think I'm going to be correct on that one. But anyways, um, the point being, Macha, the mother of Asa, the king, was not shy about her idolatry. She was not shy about being antagonistic towards Yahweh. She was not a believer. She may have been born a Hebrew, but she was not a practicing Hebrew. Her son, out of obedience cut down the image, crushed it, and burned it as an act of humility. It doesn't tell you if he got it, if he heard he was to do that in a dream or if he just knew that it was right. But it does say in verse 17, yet the high places were not removed from Israel. Only the heart of Esau was perfect in all his, all his days. So we know that the high places that may have been in a position to impact Asa were not allowed to take root and form a stronghold in him. And it appears as though mom, Masha, resisted her own husband. She was playing the role of a Jezebel because it seems as though the dedicated or Kodesh things of the house of Asa were hidden and not allowed to be laid out to be used by the family. They were brought into the house of Elohim, silver and gold vessels. And there was no war until the 35th year of the reign of Asa. 
So by that act of humility, by refusing to be an antagonist, anything that could have been level, levied against Israel as a form of punishment was not allowed to come to pass because of Asa's obedience. Now we're going to look at Second Chronicles 33, starting at verse 7. And he placed the engraved images of the idol that he had made in the house of the Elohim, of which Elohim had said to David and to his son Solomon, in this house and in Jerusalem that I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. And I will not again remove the foot from Israel. Actually, I'm going to have to stop here and ask you to forgive me. I need to start further up. Manasseh was a son of 12 years when he began to reign, and he reigned in Jerusalem 55 years. And he did evil in the eyes of Yahweh, like the filthy acts of the nations that Yahweh had driven out from before the sons of Israel. Antagonist. For again, he rebuilt the high places that I had broken down, and raised up altars for the Baals, and made Asherahs, and bowed down himself to all the hosts of Shamaim and served them. And he built altars in the house of Yahweh, of which Yahweh had said, In Yerushalayim shall my name be forever. And he built altars to all the hosts of Shamaim in the two courts of the house of Yahweh. And he made his sons to pass through the fire in the valley of the sons of Enon, and did magic and divined and used sorcery and used mediums and soothsayers. He multiplied the doing of the evil in the eyes of Yahweh to provoke him to anger. Major antagonist. Major anti-love. And he placed the engraved image of the idol that he had made in the house of the Elohim, which Elohim had said to David and to his son Solomon, in this house and in Yerushalayim, have I chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. And I will not again remove the foot of Israel from off the ground that I have pointed to your fathers, only if they take heed to do all that I have commanded them toward all the Torah and the statutes and the ordinances by the hand of Moses. And Manasseh caused Judah and the people of Jerusalem to sin, to do evil above the nations, that Yahweh destroyed before the sons of Israel. And Yahweh spoke to Manasseh and to his people, and they did not listen. Is there any question in anybody's heart that verse, that verse 10 was probably a very, very strong suggestion to do a step seven? Is there any question in anybody's heart on the line tonight that they were called to repent and turn from their wicked ways? I hope not. We're going to look.
look at Jeremiah uh, 31, 18 to 21. It's going to take me a minute to get there unless somebody can get there before I do. Marissa, are you there by chance? There where? I'm in Second Chronicles 33.8. What was the next one? There's only two you posted on here. No, there was not. There's three. I got Jeremiah. it. I got it. I got it. Never mind. I got it. I don't see Jeremiah. anything in the chat. I got it, Marissa. Jeremiah 18, or Jeremiah 31, 18. Hearing I have heard Ephraim moaning over himself, saying, you have, you have chastised me, and I was chastised as a bull not broken in. Turn me, and I shall be turned, for you are Yahweh my Elohim. For after I had turned away, I repented, and after I knew, I slapped on my thigh. I was ashamed, yea, even I, I even blushed, because I bore the reproach of my youth. Is Ephraim my dear son, or is he a delightful child? For as often as I spoke against him, I will earnestly remember him still. So my bowels are groaning for him. Surely I will have pity on him, declares Yahweh. Set up road marks for yourself and make signposts for yourself. Set your heart toward the highway. Even the way you went, turn again, O virgin of Israel. Turn again to these cities of yours. Now, with everything that we read back in Second Chronicles, They could be likened, Macha and Manasseh could be likened to the bull being discussed here. They could be filling the character of Ephraim. But they didn't turn. Ephraim received the privilege of repentance and forgiveness because of the encouragement of Yahweh. We see here another another example where Yahweh said where Yahweh actually repents of the harm that he was intending to do to Israel because of the leadership of the nation. So Yahweh repents and does not cause that harm to come. He humbled himself, even though he didn't need to, but in that humbling and extending of love from Shamaim towards fallen Israel again, or backslidden Israel again, He puts correction in the heart of the king. He puts correction in the heart of the nation. And he does it in a very powerful way. Hear it again. I have heard Ephraim moaning over himself, saying, you have chastised me. I've heard Ephraim moaning over himself, 
kind of like he heard the children of Israel crying out in their oppression and bondage in Israel. Confessing to Yahweh, you have chastised me, and I was chastened as a bull, not broken in. Bulls are known to be bulls are known to be stubborn, which is probably where we get the phrase bullheaded from. A bull that is not broken in cannot be trusted to pull a plow. They're too strong. They're not docile enough. They're hard to break, which is probably why they use cow, used cows more often than not. But bulls are stronger than cows. So there are times, depending on probably the wealth of the family, if all the family had enough for was a cow, they would use the cow. But if they had a bull, they'd probably shackle up the bull and use him to plow the fields. Then you hear Ephraim say, turn me and I shall be turned for you are Yahweh my Elohim. So Ephraim is acknowledging Yahweh. He's acknowledging his fault in 19. For after I had turned away, I repented. And after I knew, and after I knew, and after I knew, I slapped on my thigh. I was ashamed. Yea, I even blushed because I bore the reproach of my youth. He's confessing he did some pretty dumb things in his youth. You can pretty much write out whatever list it was. You know, there's probably one thing you'd be pretty pretty sure of is he didn't get on the internet. He didn't get on the internet and go look at porn. So you hear you you hear Ephraim's confession. You hear his profound repentance. You hear the conversation he's having with Yahweh. Yahweh is expressing in, in the form of a question as a public address. Is Ephraim my dear son? Or is he a delightful child? Short answer would be yes. Because he loves Israel and one tribe as far as Yah is concerned, is the same as all the others. Yahweh again, for as often as I spoke against him, I will earnestly remember him still. So as many times as Yahweh got upset with Ephraim and with Israel, he still loved him. So my bowels are groaning for him. Again, this is still Yahweh talking. So my bowels are groaning for him. Surely I will have pity on him, declares Yahweh. When it says Yahweh is going to have pity on somebody, that is an act of repentance in the image of turning from or punishment or consequences because of the, of the nation's bad behavior. So Yahweh is not willing to do anything he's not telling us to do. 
verse 21 is kind of interesting. Set up road marks for yourself. Make signposts for yourself. Now wrap your heads and your hearts around this and just listen to this in the modern vernacular. Make believe this is actually being said in English as something you may have heard before. Because remember, there is nothing new under the sun. Set up road marks for yourself. Make signposts for yourself. Set your heart towards, toward the highway. Even the way you went. Turn again, O Virgin of Israel. Turn again to these cities of yours. Now there's a footnote here. It says Yahweh's promise to redeem all 12 tribes of Israel in the end times, Jeremiah 30 and 1. Okay. Is that really isn't consequential to the message today or at this point. Has anybody ever heard the phrase it's my way or the highway? In any conversation ever? We've all been around a while. Have you heard that? I believe that's what Yahweh is saying here. He's commanding Yashrael as a whole as they repent and turn in mass after they've reflected on what they did and they're now asking Abiyah to remove the sin nature and replace it, to remove the antagonism, and replace it with the Ahava of Yah, to begin loving Yah as they should, as they never should have stopped. Set up road marks for yourself. Make signposts for yourself. Set your heart toward the highway, toward the right way. Even the way you went, turn again, O Virgin of Israel, turn again to the cities of yours, to these cities of yours. Yahweh directed them to Yerushalayim and the cities in Yashrael to begin with. That's where he wanted them. They were obedient. They were walking in right, and they strayed, and now Yah is commanding them back, Ruachali, in their hearts, okay, the city that he wants them to turn back to is, is the city of Shamaim at this point. He's receiving their repentance. He's accepting it. And he's saying, come back to me. Walk the way I want you to. And it's powerful because we can, we should be able to see ourselves as Ephraim in this passage. We have to be able to acknowledge this conversation 
in our in our lives as individuals, not just in a historical setting, but in a modern day situation where we know that we have gone wrong and we need to come back. What kind of road marks can we make for ourselves? What kind of signposts can we set up for ourselves? How can we set our heart toward the highway? And turn around and go the opposite direction. Because that's what's being called for here. Hallelujah. Yami, could I ask you to pray over the reading, hearing, and obeying of the word, and then we will open up for conversation. And I think I have her muted. So give me a minute to get there. Please don't start praying yet. Oh, no, Yami's not muted. Yami, are you there? All right, well, hallelujah. Abba, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for your message. We thank you for your willingness to repent from the consequences and to protect us ultimately from ourselves. So long as we do turn yeah, so that the, the consequences aren't permanent. There may still be some. But I would help us to erect signs for ourselves. Help us to choose your way, the highway, the expressway of Yah, and help us to avoid the exits. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And amen. We will break for a song right here. And when we come back, the line will be open to share. As soon as I find one. This is Jordan Police.
to unmute people, and I'm hoping we uh, get where we need to be in paying attention so we don't have any background noise. Hallelujah. Starting to wonder if I put everybody to sleep. What is Daniel? My phone died, so I found the one that I can use free conference call on the T-Mobile phone. So, but uh, I just finished. Wow, uh, unloading vehicle. I kind of worked late, so I got to get here late. Anyway, where did you read tonight? Uh, we read from, or we read in. One sec. Second Chronicles. 15, uh, Second Chronicles 15, 7, 16 to 21, Second Chronicles 33, 8 to, uh, I forget where I ended. And then Jeremiah thirty one eighteen to twenty one. Okay. Well, I so, think Jeremiah eighteen thirty two to Jeremiah eighteen. At Jeremiah thirty one eighteen to twenty one. Okay, that's uh, a close book. That a close scripture. Sacred scripture that I'm close to. Um, 
since I stayed up longer than desired to tonight, Yeshua had a plan. So 31, 18 to 21, um, kind of a mile. Been up, bear with me. I've been up since 4 this morning, not that Yeshua. Yahweh didn't have a plan, but it's all his will being done because I would normally be tired. But for some reason, I got a burst of energy. Okay, Jeremiah 31, 18. Um, I hate I missed most of y'all call, the call tonight. But hearing I have heard Ephraim moaning over himself, saying, You have chastised me, and I was chastised as a bull, not broken in. Turn me, and I shall be turned, for you are Yahweh, my Elohim. Um, man, um, prayers, prayers for me is Yeshua open the doors and I get, get uh, consistent balance. And I know I did that, prayed that prayer for some years now, and a lot has taken place since that. So when he chastised me for not having a balance, as I say, June 1st, a lot of chastisement took place, and it was coming before that. And I do believe warning come before destruction of hearty spirit, if you will, before warning, um, before destruction, if you will. Um, so I know that the chastisement, I'd rather be chastised by Yeshua than to have to go through the mighty, I want to say, hand of the enemy where Yeshua uh, wash his hands of me and turn me over to the devil or Hasatan. Because if he chastises you, you're still his child and not a pastor. But if he don't chastise you, he, that he still loves you, but he'll allow you to be turned over to a reprobate mind where your mind cannot know the difference between right and wrong and you won't follow after Yeshua. A lot of things when I have been uh, chastised, like I say, prior to June 1st, but as of June 1st, I don't know how that came about, but mighty echo going on. For you are Elohim, Yahweh, my Elohim, and I trust and believe that the Father, the Messiah, has intervened in my life right now because it's a lot of times I don't want to move until I feel the Ruach. I don't want to think. I'm able to be silent and not even try to think, but just to be silent and waiting for that still, quiet voice as I Consider it directing me the next move. So some things I've moved in the flesh, and it like a flesh just had its way, and it cost me a lot of chastisement, cost people money, cost people peace, joy, and I don't want to continue in that costing from the youngest to the oldest say, be careful how you entertain strangers because some have entertained angels. But it's better to jump off into the deep than to offend one of my least ones. So hearing I have heard Ephraim moaning over himself, saying, you have chastised me, and I was chastised as a bull. 19 says, for after I had turned away, I repented 
And after I knew I slapped on my thigh, I was ashamed. Yea, I even blushed because I bore the reproach of my youth. And they're saying trauma to these days, but it right there explains it, reproach of our youth. And Yeshua has a plan that he will get his word across to each and every individual. It ain't about somebody having to tell you. It's about when you read that word and Yeshua, them sacred scriptures come out plainly, personally to you, and you begin that quiet time, just still, no radio, no TV, nobody talking. You just still before Yeshua, and you're waiting, and you're trying not to think on what you're going to do next. You're trying not to think on Scripture. You're just trying to keep a sound mind, a silent, still mind, and just not even entertaining any thoughts, but having still, wow. And it, it took me some time to get to this stillness and silence. Have prayer, read a word, and then still, silent, peaceful rest. I mean, but that just, that resting in him, not even sleeping, but just being still. I mean, I, I've never, I mean, I ain't going to say never, but I don't recall experiencing that as much as I have recently having that time that I'm waiting and almost 100% of the time the direction that I was going he redirects me and lines me up in the right direction it's just been an awe with tears because Elohim has a, a calling on Daniel and he says you're my dear son my child that I too want to delight in as you're my child now. And I often, as he spoke to me earnestly for seconds, minutes, and that word comes clear and he speaks through it. And, I mean, I really sense now his presence in my life and it's a lot of distractions that's been really, I want to say, he maketh me lie down in green pastures. So I, all these distractions that I used to have are not there anymore. But he's preparing me for something. And I'm just awaiting for that, for that, for that tremendous outpouring of the Ruach HaKadosh. And it's there. But it's just certain things I know that's going to take place in the next second, moment, minute, hour, day, week, month. Because a day is like a thousand and a thousand, like a day with Yeshua. So I'm just thankful this evening that Yeshua has a mighty calling on my life. And he says in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you to prosper you. It ain't about the financial prosperity, but it's about this soul and spirit, if you will, prospering with Yeshua. For that is in Chronicles, I know, 7 and 14. Second Chronicles, I think it is, 7 and 14, of my people that are called by my name, humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways and seek my face. Then shall I hear from heaven, turn, or, uh, forgive their sins 
and heal their land. So I'm paraphrasing it, but that's what uh, Yeshua is speaking in Chronicles to us. And it know he knows who would take heed and when we're going to take heed. We're at that rock-bottom stage. We have no choice. But it's times now where we're close to that rock-bottom stage, and we need to take heed better now than ever before because we're like foreigners, as it's talking about in Second Chronicles 32, verse 32 of that chapter. Uh, I can't see which one it was. Now, and everything but, should be just right. I'm Brent Ziegler for H&R Carpets and... Hallelujah. That, that's my sign. Praise Yeshua. Thank y'all for your time. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Thanks for sharing, Dan. Who is next? Hi, it's Yami. First, I've got to apologize. I have two phones, and neither one of them would let me talk when you it started when you asked me to pray, and I rebuked the devil from giving my phone such problems. And if I'm at fault, Father, I do um, need you to to change whatever's wrong. I just don't get it, what's going on, Father. But I did hear, listen to the the reading, and um, I, it just, you know, reminded me of like, like when we're teenagers, and I remember um, everybody smoking, but I didn't. Because inside of me, um, I didn't think it was right. So I didn't have peace about it. So, you know, um, I'm trying to think. I think, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's like we have to be true to what? We um, have peace about from the Ruach. But more than that, we are also concluding that we have to be true to the instruction manual. So we're not led by, by just the Ruach. We're given also the written word to follow. And Israel was, for some reason, going the wrong way out of their ignorance. If they only realized truth, I would say this would be an example of their eyes being blinded. And um, But for the one, and I... I forget the name of the the um, guy that was faithful and did not agree and did not partake of the evil. And I guess it doesn't matter his name. We can put our my name in there or any one of us because um, he did what 
Yah wants. And that means he had a heart after Yah to me. I would say because his um, heart was open to Yahweh. Yah um, to, uh, did neat things for him, like um, the 35 years that he um, was in, in charge. They were kept. Um, the Israel was okay. Um, I hope I'm not getting the story right from what I was listening to. I um, I saw one man's heart. It was um, another time when um, when the fire in Brimstone, when at when um, that city, the the um, person praying said. Um, well, well, can it, what if we can find a hundred, and what if we could find fifty or twenty-five or ten, and there couldn't find a one that would could um, save. There wasn't people in Sodom and Gomorrah that were acting correctly. But he got the the handful that um, were listening to him and not partaking of the evil. He got them out of there just in time. And then the the city was to be destroyed. Hallelujah. But for, for one of us, just think what a miracle that is. Our one, our being, if we're the only one, he would 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 save what he could. But he also told us about there was um, uh, a whole lot of believers, but they just weren't in Sodom, and there was a lot of faithful men, but they weren't in Sodom or Gomorrah, so so I'm pretty tired tonight. I was on the road all day visiting people. I love to do that, though, it, but my body does get tired, so I'm, and my mind, because there's a little I will not receive any lack of memory. I will remember all that Yah gives me, and uh, I will open my mouth, and the Ruhak will fill it, and there is no room for um, being too tired because Yah restores to us our time as we give it to him. So I'm I'm just trusting and saying to my body to receive and my mind and to receive all that Yah has for them, including complete mental, physical, 
and um, Ruaco Health. So I will pass with that. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for sharing, Yami. Who is next on the docket? Anybody else going to share tonight? There's not much I want to say. I'm just going to own. There's a lot that was discussed already. I'm just getting, I'm getting tired. Um, mm-hmm. What was this? Actually, I think that was Brian. No. What's that? Did you want to share tonight? Um, I really don't have a lot to say tonight. Uh, I, I had to suffer from a bout of heat exhaustion today. I was out in the outside too much, and I just got completely zapped. I can't believe I'm still awake now. So I guess the only thing I have to share would be that um, I walked a good in a spiritual place today. I walked to the Ruach, and it was a good day. Long, but it's good. All right, awesome. Well, we will lift you up in prayer at the the close of the evening and um, just pray you feel better. Yeah, I hope so. Praise him, rest. Drink a lot of water. Oh, I did. I drink tons of water out here. Mm. Well, Marissa... I guess we are going to jump over to the Just for Today reading, and we'll wrap this one up. Hallelujah. Thank you. All right. Let's uh, get to it. September 27, 2022, right back up. There is something in our self-destructive personalities that cries for failure. Poor me, woe is me, look at me, my life is such a mess. I've fallen, and no matter how hard I try, I continue to fail. Many of us came to TR singing this sad refrain. Life isn't like that anymore. True, sometimes we will stumble. At times, we even fall. Sometimes we feel like we can't move forward in our lives, no matter how hard we try. But the truth of the matter is that with the help of other recovering Transformers, in TR, we find a hand to pull us up, dust us off, and help us start all over again. That's the new refrain in our lives today. No longer do we say, I'm a failure and I'm going nowhere. Usually it's more like rats. I hit that same bump in the road of life again. Pretty soon I'll learn to slow down or avoid it entirely. Until then, we may continue to fall down occasionally, but we've learned that there's always a helping hand to help us on our feet again. Just for today, if I begin to cry failure, I'll remember there is a way to move forward. I will accept the encouragement and support of TR. If that doesn't tie into the reading in Jeremiah, I'm not sure what what would. So... Hallelujah. That being said, 
Marissa. Kylie, thank you. Uh, reading next time. Rejoicing, Yahweh, always. As long as you rejoice, let your chapter next be known to all men, the Adonis, near. Ori for not, but in all, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to Yahweh. In the peace of Yahweh, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard your hearts and minds through Mashiach Yeshua. For the rest, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is righteous, whatever is clean, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, if there's any uprightness and if there's any praise, think on these. And what you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, practice these, and the Elohim of Shalom shall be with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Well, we will be right back after this, and we will pray this one out. If I can find a suitable song and get it to come up in time. One second. And we'll do this one. This is Testify by Crowder. Hallelujah. of my home to a jail cell they try to break me down but their plan failed i remember like yesterday still clear as day when i felt i had my whole future stripped away should have known better i felt the heat speeding through the lanes i was looking for the better me feeding my desires ignoring my royal pedigree bloodline from the heavens still slept in the penitentiary meant for more so when you say the words i've written touch you it's the lord the pressure that i felt on me don't feel it anymore you sent me healing from above there's nothing realer than your love i was falling apart when heaven rescued me recovered my heart i want the world to same-day delivery for some of my prayers I close my eyes while my stress and anxiety flare if it comes up like stairs I know right on time my God will be there so many blessings coming down I don't know if it's real we not scared I just feel like we should have be here but I'm prepared I got nothing to fear this is God's plan young man and not a career this a calling I'm all in I'm done stalling I'm done waiting for a better time to tell my story I know this power in the name and he reminds me who I am and even though I'm far from perfect and never stopped this plan I was falling apart when heaven rescued me Recovered my heart, I want the world to see
presence here tonight. I just pray that whatever was said was heard and received. And Abba, that those that were on tonight would rest well. That you would help Ryan to feel better from the heat from the heat exhaustion. That you would give Yami the energy that she needs and Abba that you would help her overcome the technology challenges that she has that the adversary would have to stop plaguing her in those areas we just plead the blood of Yeshua over that situation that you would remove all fear and doubt that she can't learn that she can't remember Abba, we know the adversary is a liar. We know that you are the truth. Now, we just ask that as we rest tonight, that you would be with us in our dreams, that you would minister words of healing as they pertain to the verses that were read in the conversation that was had in the teaching. And Abba, that you would bring us all back together tomorrow morning at 7.37 Eastern, 6.37 Central, 5.37 Mountain, 4.37 Pacific, however that works there, for another Ruach HaKadosh Fueled installment of Praise, Pray, Decree, and Declare, where we learn that starting our Yom, your way, is the very best possible way to start a day. Today, I would just thank you and give you all praise, honor, and esteem. You are worthy of all praise. And we just thank you for what you're doing, what you've done, and what you're continuing to do in strengthening each of us and perfecting each of us as we move through this experience called life. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And Yamein. Leil Tov, everybody. Shalom, rest well.